0: room, he gets to the 50, he gets to midfield, he gets to the 40. What an athletic display by Trey Ford. He's magic, he is the magic man of the Canadian Football League right now. He's got a line to the net, he'll come in, the shot's gone!
1: home for great stories, local heroes, and everything you need on the Oilers and Elves. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury
2: law. Also a lot of references to science fiction and 80s rock, but the intro would have been too long if they would have included all of that. How are you doing tonight? Early in the second quarter, Monday Night Football, Pittsburgh leading Cleveland 7-3. Two games tonight for Monday Night Football. In the third quarter, the Saints lead the Panthers 6-3, so not a lot of scoring in that game. Chuba Hubbard, the local product, has uh, one reception for 11 yards for the Panthers in that Game Carolina 0 1, the Saints 1 0, and uh, I have the Steelers game on the TV here. Cleveland 1 0, Pittsburgh 0 1. So we'll keep an eye on those. Vancouver beating the Oilers today 5 2 in Penticton as the Young Stars Classic wrapped up. The Oilers rookies going 1 1 1 at the tournament and now heading back to Edmonton. Main camp gets going on Wednesday with the medicals and the physicals. Then they get on the ice. On Thursday, and then, my goodness, everybody, I see all those countdowns on social media. Well, most of them are are until the regular season, but we're getting very close to that as well. We have an Oilers hockey broadcast for you on Sunday. That's in six days. Preseason home game against the Jets. So it'll be a face-off show of 2.30, and the puck will drop at 4. But I can also tell you we got live sports on this station on Friday night, and a team that uh, many of you are now more excited about their upcoming games than you were a couple of months ago, Elks home to the Lions on Friday night, 6 o'clock for the countdown to kickoff game at 7.30. And uh, with that win over the Riders, the Elks' uh, slim playoff hopes Are still visible. They're still pretty faint, but they are visible. They'd be even more visible if Winnipeg could have won in Hamilton on Saturday because that would have been uh, helpful for the Elks getting the crossover as well. But they are still alive, and obviously they're still playing a lot better, and they are led by the absolute magic of their quarterback.
0: Brooks will protect and then release. Ford's in some trouble. Stays on his feet as he gets hit. Turns and uh, back to the 35. And then finally will throw the ball. Touchdown! And they're up Edmonton. Touchdown Elks. Eugene Lewis has the TD. And the Elks are about to tie the game. And Trey Ford just made chicken salad out of chicken
2: feathers. Well, that's not how I've heard the saying, Morley. (laughs) But yes, certainly... Trey Ford has been doing a lot of that making some delicious salad out of not much more than feathers uh, just uh, brother Escott and I were talking about an incredible change for this team Ford an exciting player and still learning on the job but his ability to escape and extend plays and then not just survive but create a positive play or in that case a touchdown to Eugene Lewis and the Elks didn't look uh, back from there as they outscored the Riders 16-0 in the fourth quarter after outscoring Calgary 18-0 in the fourth quarter in the Labor Day rematch, so a lot has changed for that team, but Trey Ford leading the way as uh, as I have called him our Ford and Savior because he has uh, certainly done a lot to save the fortunes of the franchise. Probably not going to have enough time to get them into the playoffs, though we're still talking about it. We are still talking about it. It's still possible. I mean, they basically probably can't lose a, a game, and even that might not that might not be enough. If they did lose a game uh, well, it would depend on some other combinations to, for them to be mathematically eliminated. But the games are much more exciting to watch. And now they're going to have the BC Lions coming up on Friday night. And that game, hey, BC led 10, or uh, pardon me, Saskatchewan led 10 nothing after the first quarter. And many of the games in the first two months of the season, that's lights out. That's 10 nothing. Seriously, you think the team can come back from 10 nothing? They can't even gain 10 yards on a drive most of the time. And now stayed in there, chipped away, came back, tied it up and uh, took over in the fourth quarter. Got a great punt by Jake Julian at the end of the game. Got the uh, safety to help put it away. So uh, the Elks now have won four of their last five. Hadn't done that in about five years too. So a lot of good things happening right now as uh, Cleveland gets a touchdown to go up 9-7 on Pittsburgh with the point after still to come, 14 2 left in the second quarter. So, uh, yeah, good Elks victory on Friday. Uh, Went into the weekend. I uh, went to the fan expo at the uh, expo center on Saturday. That's always fun. And then Saturday night, uh, the, me and my buddy uh, Zip, who I've known for th- for 30 years, and we met in university because we started talking about his Van about Van Halen because he was wearing a Van Halen T-shirt, his favorite band. So it, it was kind of fun going with him because if someone would have said to me. Hey man, thirty if someone would have said to me in nineteen ninety three, hey man, thirty years from now, you guys are, are still gonna be friends and you're gonna be going to see a, a rock show with Poison's lead singer in Edmonton, I would have said, That's gonna be a hell of a friendship. Sign me up. And I've been lucky enough to have that. So we went to Brett Michaels and uh at River at River Tree. Did I say River Tree, River Cree? I'm still thinking of Trey Ford. I got the T.R. in my head, Kellen, (laughs) because he's so he's he's doing so well. Uh, So anyway, so it's Brett Michaels, and uh, he does eight Poison songs. There's a drum solo in there by the drummer, and then he does "Sweet Home Alabama." So he's it's 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 Poison music with just one quarter of uh, of Poison, but Brett. He punches all the right buttons. He, he knows what notes to hit. He knows how to interact with the crowd. He knows how to act like he's having a... Well, he is having a good time. He knows how to get up there and have a good time. You know, he knows how to tell people we're, you know, we're the best crowd ever. And I say, hey, I, I got no plans to stop playing. I'm going to play as long as I want. Okay, Brett, I've seen the set list online. I know exactly where you are. But but, but he knows how to do it. He's a great entertainer. A lot of positive energy. The Hearing the, the songs are uh, is fun. I mean, they're all songs from, did he do anything even from the 90s? No, they would have all been 80 songs off of Poison's first three albums. Uh, so anyway, uh, a lot of fun. So the, he does the the eight Poison songs. It's like, okay, one more song. And he brings onto stage a band called In Vertigo. That was the opening act, a band from Calgary. They were quite good. They made one little Go Flames reference that I was a little offended by. But they uh, they they come. In Vertigo was pretty good, and then so he brings them on, and then he brings on a couple members of the Edmonton Elks, and it was uh, Adam Rain and Dean Faithful, the kicker, who did briefly do the Queen's Wave while he was on stage. So all these people are singing along to uh, the Sweet Home Alabama. So what a time for Dean Faithful. I, I mean, gets gets drafted into the CFL. Uh, I didn't get a lot of chances to kick early in the season because, as we know, the team never scored or was in scoring range. And uh, I got to be the hero against Calgary in the Labor Day rematch. And uh, that he's on stage at the uh, Brett Michaels show on the weekend. And Dave Campbell caught up with him about that.
1: All right, we got to see uh, you as a singer, you and Adam Rain, uh, the Brits on the team. There, uh, tell me about. What's this all about? <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, Brett Michaels' concert. It was a great experience. He is a a good fella, and uh, wanted us to come up on stage. One to introduce the concert, and at the end, he wanted us to come on stage and sing "Sweet Home Alabama" with him. So we got up there, didn't know what to expect, and he he pushed us to the front, <laughs> and was like, "Go ahead." So we had the crowd waving, and then we yeah sang into the microphone, and great great night, great yeah, that's night. Awesome. Yeah. So you had no idea this was. Gonna- going happen uh, no we, we knew we were going to the concert but yeah. we had no idea we were going to be on stage and he said he was a big Elks fan he was like where's my shirt like did you guys bring me an Elks shirt and so <laughs> and yeah he said so he wanted us up there so yeah just a spare of a moment thing but <laughs> we made the most of it were you and adam looking at each other going what what did he just say or you're like no let's go buddy uh no we were ready yeah we we're like let's go why not you know and uh adam was raring to go he looked like he belonged yeah. with his long hair and and he That's had the, he had the bandana on he looked like he was part of the band and then there was me up there who just looked out of place but yeah, we had fun now are you a uh, brett michaels fan or a leonard Skinner fan I I, kn- I knew one song, I knew the uh, Every Rose Has Its Thorn right. song, and so obviously I knew that one, but I- I've been listening to it this week, knowing we were going, so yeah, now I'm, I'm a big fan now, and such a nice fella, so yeah, big fan. Downloading songs as <laughs> yeah. we speak. Yeah, exactly, and I-, I love the old school stuff and the classic mm-hmm. rock, and so it's kind of that sort of music, so yeah, I love it.
2: Right. Every Rose Has Its Thorn, probably the-, the Poison song that stood up the best, eh, Kellen? Yeah, uh, I would I think mean, I would think talk dirty to me is still uh Pretty fun. I mean, I guess it's a little bit naughty, but I, I don't yeah. think it's anything bad. And uh, uh, nothing but a good time is still uh, pretty good. Like, well, I remember when Unskinny Bop came out, I thought they'd perfected rock and roll music. Mm. That one doesn't stand up quite as well. But every, I mean, the ballads, always, and I will say this, I didn't count, but I would estimate it was probably 60% women at that show at the River Creek. So, uh, mm. Brad, hey, Brad knows how to bring in the ladies, and the power ballads certainly do that. Fun night. Uh, glad I got to go with my buddy Zip. And uh, Brett put on uh, a, a pretty good show. It's been a while since i would seen anything at, uh, at River Cree either. All right, 780-496-0063 is how you can get in touch. You can sing me a poison song if you want. It's the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. You can uh, email the show, Inside Sports at 630Ched.com. Now, the uh, Elks getting ready to face the Lions on Friday. Uh, I'm going to tell you, just to remind you about something in case you've forgotten. I have a feeling you haven't, though. The Elks have played the Lions twice previously this season. We will now list off all the scoring plays by the Elks in those two games. Okay, now that that's out of the way, we'll see if they can, uh, first of all, score against the Lions and then beat them. Uh, Receiver Eugene Lewis was uh, asked about those Lions and those two shutouts from earlier this year.
0: I'm not worried about them personally. That's just me. That's how I feel. Yeah, they got the two goose eggs in the last two games. I didn't play the last one. Um, I think in the first game I might have had like two targets or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, for me, uh, I don't care about them games. I don't really worry about them. It, nothing, nothing. There's no fear from their defense, nothing like that. So we just going to go out there, man, and do what we do. And we're a different team from what they, from what they played before. So, um, you know, if they think that they're going to come in here and, and put a zero up on us again, then hey, we're going to see.
2: All right, yeah, so uh, Eugene Lewis, again, as he said, only played in one of those two.
1: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting
0: to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price,
2: Priceline. line. Shutouts, And uh, I think certainly the Elks not thinking about it too much because they're a completely different team than they were during the two previous meetings. And and as much as those games, like the game here, and that was the last one for Cornelius and McAdoo. Though I think we got to hand it to Taylor Cornelius. He's been demoted from starting quarterback he's gotten a a very what i was talking about last week we did that segment on jobs that aren't glamorous i mean the quarterback sneak quarterback is not a glamorous job because you you're just expected to succeed every time and if you fail you get in trouble well he's been converting the thirds and shorts and he's thrown a couple of nice passes on the not trick plays necessarily but the deception plays to ac leonard including a touchdown in regina so credit to taylor cornelius uh, for doing that for sure. and uh, But but that second game against the Lions, that was really the disaster game. When they lost in Vancouver, I thought the defense played well. Like uh, Eugene said on that clip, it was only 9 nothing at halftime. The defense was doing fine. I mean, if the offense could have mustered a couple field goals or a touchdown, it's a close game going to the second half. But that game here against the BC Lions – before they went into the bye and made the changes. that was uh, That's what I was telling you my mom was booing. My mom was booing the home team. She was so upset. But then after that, they made the changes, which was really important. So the Lions coming up on Friday. It's uh, 6 o'clock for the countdown to kick off and the game at 7.30. Then the Elks uh, will go into their second of three by kind of a weird schedule for the buy, for the, uh, for the Elks because some teams have already had all three of their byes. They still have two to go. They got this game against the Lions, a bye three more games and then they have a buy in the last week of the regular season which i hope we'll still be paying attention to to get the elks in the postseason because if they keep winning their fate could come down to how some other games go on that final week anyway i'm getting ahead of myself but at least we can talk about that uh quick notes here patrick mahomes has had his contract restructured by the chiefs he'll now make 210 million dollars between this year and 2026 not bad not i i think over 50 million a year should be acceptable and uh, i'm not going to talk too much about the mike babcock stuff because uh scott talked about it we talked about it on uh, chelsea on shed this afternoon and i got a quick show here so not ignoring it but i think uh, i've kind of covered that through some of my conversations earlier on these airwaves we will bring in morley scott when we bring you back this portion of inside sports has been presented by cougar paint and collision our family helping your family for 40 years Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you
1: by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to JamesHBrown.com.
2: Monday Night Football, Saints and Panthers. 3-3 with eight and a half minutes left in the third. About four minutes into the second quarter in Pittsburgh, the Browns went for two on that touchdown I told you about. They got it. So they lead the Steelers 11-7. Blue Jays off today. Oilers rookies lost 5-2 in Penticton to the Canucks rookies. So the Oilers rookies finish that tournament 1-1-1. Morley Scott has the Elks this week coming up after the 7.30 news. Morley? Hey, Jim. How are you? Yeah, good, buddy. How, how are you?
0: You know what, Reed? I'm fantastic. I, I love my job. It's fun going to work. Everybody's happy, you know? Yeah. I, I, I said I said this morning, I don't know if, if you noticed this or, or not, uh, on Saturday when I got back from Regina, I, I went out, and uh, I, we had to go to South Common and went into about four or five stores, and then we went out for dinner. I saw, like, about a bunch of people wearing elk's gear. Uh, and a couple people in the store actually stopped me to talk to me about the elk's game the night before, and what a great guy Trey Ford is, and how fun they are watching him. I mean, uh, the elks are back in the picture again. It's 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 kind of cool. Uh, you know, we I, I mentioned this to my wife, and then we went out to dinner, and we, we sat down in the restaurant, sitting on the patio, and the guy at the table across from us had an elk's hat on. Yeah. So it was. Uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of
2: cool. It's fun. It's funny you mention that because it's. I mean, look, and as you know, I, I had. I have season's tickets, like, it was at the point you, you almost didn't look forward to a game. I mean, it wasn't just like, I mean, I know it's different for you because it's your profession and, and you're doing it, but me, I'm kind of in between, right? I, I have kind of my fan area for them and I have my, my media part of the mind for them. The fan area was like, great, there's a game. Like, they're not going to do <laughs> anything. I'm going to sit there, watch them punt 20 times or turn over the ball. And when I was at River Cree, uh, waiting to meet my buddy to go see Brett Michaels, I was, close to a couple of guys and I, I heard them say yeah the Elks got this guy like man could he ever move around like he's exactly what you need in the CFL so it, it's, it is a lot of fun I mean the, the games are totally different because you feel like they're never out of it and specifically Trey's never out of it uh, when he takes the snap
0: It's amazing. I'm I'm running out of, I I can't keep up with him sometimes. My words can't keep up with his legs sometimes. Uh, The way he runs around and spins and and turns and goes this way and then goes that way. And uh, it's it's fun to watch. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he's been, uh, he's just been everything everybody hoped he would be when
2: he got this opportunity to play. I think somebody's calling an audible back there, Morley.
0: Yeah, yeah, that'd be be Finley. Let me shut that door there. That's
2: awesome. That's. uh, I always love
0: the the drapes are open, so she can see outside, and people are out there. So I
2: I always love when a dog makes a cameo appearance on Inside Sports. (laughs) That uh, that brings me joy. Yeah. Well, it' so good win uh, in Regina. Um, You know, the the big picture is the playoffs are still going to be tough. I guess just keep winning and, and hope you get some help. Yeah.
0: Here's the worst. There's a worst case. Scenario to this read, and I don't even want to mention this, but I will. If Saskatchewan, Montreal, and Hamilton win this weekend and the Elks lose, they're eliminated.
2: They're already out. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's, that's, that's the worst-case scenario. But, I mean, you know, that's four games have to fall the right way. I mean, they're still in it. They're still they – they they can I don't know. I want to say they control their own destiny. But, I mean, if they can win out uh, eight wins, that might be enough for a crossover. Who knows the way Saskatchewan's been playing the last little while, the points they've been giving up. It might be enough to catch Saskatchewan too. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. The problem is the Elks don't have the tiebreaker on anybody, right?
2: Yeah. Because, yeah, and, and just to clarify for people, we, we know about the tiebreaker with Saskatchewan and Calgary. If you're tied with the Eastern team, the tiebreaker is the East team stays in its own division.
0: Yeah, so, that's right. you got to finish ahead of the team in the yeah,
2: East. Yeah, of, of the third-place team in the East to get the, that crossover spot. But anyway, yeah, a lot more f- fun to watch, and, and they're making plays and wins in four of their last five. What do you have coming up on the Elks this week?
0: Uh, we're going to talk to Adam Conar uh, about that and, and a little bit about, uh, you know, we always seem to mention Trey Ford uh, all the time when we're talking about how much he's not only sparked the offense, but also sparked the defense as well. So we'll talk to Adam Conar. We'll also go to Vancouver and talk with uh, Julio Caravada, the color analyst for the uh, Lions uh, broadcast, and uh, get ourselves up to date on the BC Lions and what's going on out there. They're having a pretty good season when a lot of people didn't expect them to have a very good season this year.
2: Uh, talk about uh, they pulled one out of the fire against <laughs> Ottawa <laughs> on Saturday. Have there been some great
0: finish. games there has been some great games this season eh
2: yeah there has been i think the and we've seen some not just Trey Ford but other quarterbacks yeah. taking over the spotlight in their cities so yeah it's been fun morley have a good show thanks talk to you later reed all right thanks to Kellen Kennedy our studio producer Dave Campbell is the producer of Inside Sports my name's Reed talk to you tomorrow